I've always aspired to a more spacious form that would be free from the claims of poetry or of prose and would let us understand each other without exposing the author or the reader to sublime agonies. In the very essence of poetry, there is something indecent. A thing is brought forth which we didn't know we had in us. So we blink our eye as if a tiger had sprung out and stood in the light, lashing his tail. That's why poetry is rightly said to be dictated by a daemonian, though it's an exaggeration to maintain that he must be an angel. It's hard to guess where that pride of poets comes from, and so often they're put to shame by the disclosure of their frailty. Why reasonable men would like to be a city of demons, who behave as if they were at home, speak in many tongues, and who, not satisfied with stealing his lips or hand, work at changing his destiny for their convenience. It's true that what is morbid is highly valued today, and so you may think that I'm only joking or that I've devised just one more means of praising art with the help of irony. There was a time when only wise books were read, helping us to bear our pain and misery. This, after all, is not quite the same as living through a thousand works fresh from psychiatric clinics. And yet, the world is different from what it seems to be, and we are other than how we see ourselves in our ravings. People, therefore, preserve silent integrity, thus earning the respect of their relatives and neighbors. The purpose of poetry is to remind us how difficult it is to remain just one person, for our house is open, there are no keys in the doors, and invisible guests come in and out at will. What I'm saying here is not, I agree, poetry, as poems should be written rarely and reluctantly under unbearable duress and only with a hope that good spirits, not evil ones, chooses for their instrument.